Welcome to Sash Says, a podcast providing insightful conversations, connecting pageants, people, and purpose, where we believe in wearing your invisible crown, walking in grace, and leaving a little sparkle wherever you go. And now, here's your host, business owner, beauty queen, speaker, pageant coach, and all-around Southern Belle, Leah Hatter. Hi, Queens. Leah here. I hope that everyone is having an amazing day. I am so delighted to introduce today's guest to Sasha's podcast. Sherry is no stranger to the pageant industry, being a former national title holder and is currently an award-winning designer, creating materials for local, state, and national pageant winners. This amazing lady is among the best of the best graphic designers and is one of the most knowledgeable consultants regarding topics such as personal branding, marketing a pageant system, and platform development. She has worked with clients from all over the United States, preparing them for success. In this episode, Sherry shares valuable information about social branding. Queens, the info that she shares in this episode is extremely valuable, so definitely take notes. It will be worth it. Now, without further ado, welcome Sherry Owens to Sash Says Podcast. Thank you so much for appearing on Sash Says today. Hi, Leah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you on the show because Sherry, I've been a huge fan um, of you and your work for quite some time. And I'm so excited um, to have a designer um, come and appear on Sash Says podcast. And so I am going to pick your brain today about marketing, social branding, design, et cetera. How does that sound? Awesome. That's my world. So I'm ready. Sure, absolutely. Um, so Sherry, I know that not only do you design, but you are also a former pageant contestant and queen, national title holder, state title holder, local title holder. I mean, you, you've done it all. And so you know firsthand how important it is to work on social branding, to also be able to network um, with not only pageant queens across the country, but um, also how to promote your your pageant, your pageant system, appearances, et cetera. So would you mind talking about first, how did you become involved in the pageant world? Why, why did you start competing in pageants? Well, I started all the way back in high school. Um, I wasn't really any a girl that wore makeup. I was a basketball player. I was very involved in team sports growing up. Did my first pageant and my high school pageant um, at Fletcher High School in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Give them a little shout out. Um, and it was awesome. I love to have the, um, the experience with the other girls um, dressing up, but I also like to have that time to really think about myself and things that I was already doing, volunteering um, for the Boys and Girls Club and different passions that I already had figured out doing Girl Scouts when I was a kid. Um, and so I did the pageant. I really liked it. And so I went on and did um, USA um, system first. I did Jacksonville, USA. I did um, the MAO system, the America system. And I actually painted for my talent. Yes, oh my in two minutes, I did a painting. I think I was one of the first ones. I know that's kind of a popular thing some girls are doing now, which I love to see these unique talents that are coming up 
in those type of systems that are offering talent competition. Um, so I painted, I met some of my best friends competing in college, made scholarship money, which was also really awesome. Um, did really well in Florida, USA, got third runner up and Miss Amity. And then college kind of took over, which it usually does for girls. Um, when you're really focused in, not to say that you can't do both, um, but being in design school, I really had to take time off. Um, went back after I was married and did a competition a couple, well, as a married, as a missus. And um, got to the point where I was kind of like retiring a little bit, um, wanted to do one more. So I did um, Freedom USA and I won Mrs. Freedom USA. That was my most recent title. But what I love finding out throughout all this is that I could really help other girls with their marketing, with branding themselves, whether it be their own personal um, platform, helping with a um, nonprofit, or them coming up with their own um, movement. And I love to create for them using my talents as a graphic designer to help them make a look and a feel and really help them create that brand so that when they walk in to the interview, the judges have already seen a little bit of what they're capable of and knowing that these girls could really represent the system well already what they have done. So how did uh, Sassy Eat Design come about? So Sassy Inc. I started when I was um, pregnant with my first child, my daughter, back in 2009. Um, because after design school, I was told I was basically going to go be a coffee runner and present other people's work. And I said, nope, not me. I'm going to be having my own clients because I'm a people person. And a lot of that came from pageants, having the confidence to be able to go into a boardroom and present my work. Um, to be able to be confident enough to say, this is what I feel like you need to do, you know, the consulting part. Um, so I actually started Sassy Inc. as a graphic design studio, just mainly marketing for businesses. Um, the pageant thing kind of started coming along later. Um, I would say maybe about 2013, 14 is when I really got into that world of helping other girls. Um, I was always doing my own branding and my own ads. But I didn't really think, oh, this could be something that other people really want and need. The girls need this. Um, and there wasn't too many outlets for girls to get ads done um, and designed and created. So then um, SherryOwens.com is where I send my pageant girls to look for examples of work that I can do. Um, Sassy Inc. is my main studio, but Sherry Owens pageant design is kind of that sub level that is really pushed just for the girls. Sherry, I absolutely love your work. And um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Sherry has actually done some design for my Sash Says podcast for Sash Consulting. And so I've personally used her services so I can personally vouch uh, that she is excellent at what she does. And uh, she's very professional whenever she works with you. Um, and Sherry, you just have the best products and you offer the best services. And so I would like for you to share a little bit of what types of services and products you offer. Do you, because the word design is so broad. Um, so, I mean, related uh, to pageant queens, um, we're gonna kind of target the pageant audience today. What exactly do you offer? Do you design bio sheets? Do you design business cards, um, autograph cards, banners? What exactly can you offer a pageant contestant or a pageant director? Sure, um, so I'll go ahead and start with the directors. I can design your program. 
um, for the pageant. I can also design like your Facebook banner and your ads, all your digital ads or ads you email out to the girls that are promoting your pageant. Um, I can help you create a logo for your pageant system if you've created your own system. Um, and then as that trickles down, so you would need ads, the ads for inside that program. If the girls are required to have an ad, um, anywhere from the quarter page, half page, full page, um, black and white, full color. Um, I have template designs that aren't as um, pricey. The custom, of course, designs would be a little bit more pricier um, as you go through. Uh, business cards. So if the girls would like a business card to pass out at events that they go to, I can create a business card for you, front and back design, and you can get them printed pretty cheaply through um, like a Vista print or got print online. Um, I also do autograph cards. Um, once a year, I do an autograph card special where we just use one photo, your title, and you get a single file. Um, so you can go ahead and print your autograph cards through that. Um, next, we would have social media. So if you think as a title holder, that you want people to go to your personal social media pages, I would highly suggest not having that happen. Um, I feel like as a title holder, you need to have your own um, either business page, have it run as a business, or um, I think they also have celebrity page. Yeah. <laughs> on Facebook, you can be technically a celebrity. Um, but I would suggest doing that. Um, and I would also suggest making sure that your profile, your personal page profile is private because as a judge, I can tell you, I look at that kind of stuff. I am constantly looking at girls um, who I am judging. I, once I get that list, I start researching them. So on your social media, you wanna have um, your brand, your look, make sure you're using good photos. Um, if you want to have a logo and a brand, that's something that I can create for you. So you can have a Facebook cover, I can create templates for you to use, um, and you can use them on Instagram and Facebook to advertise what you do, uh, the, the platforms that you support. Um, and then as some pageants have things called platform pages, which are basically like a bio on steroids. It is almost like having a advertisement um, for you. That's how I, think about these when I design them for the girls. As a judge, you want um, to be somewhat entertained. You want it to look good. You want it to be appealing. And that's not just a great headshot. That's the designer on it, the font choices, the colors, um, how you lay things out. I'm not gonna give away too much about that um, because I don't wanna give away all of my secrets as a designer. But I do have to say that the girls that have used me for those platform sheets tend to do really, really well. Um, in their pageants. And Sherry, would you mind talking about um, how design can help you market your pageant or your pageant system? Or some title holders, they love to um, kind of promote their specific platforms or their specific charities that they support. So why is it important for a pageant director who's trying to recruit for the next year, or even a title holder who's trying to recruit for that system next year, to have a nice clean formatted website or brochure um, or some type of social media page related to their system. Absolutely. And I, am, I did forget to say I design websites as well. Yes. Um, hello. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, Leah. Um, okay. So why is it so important? So as a title holder, I wish I would have known this way back when. 
the system, the directors, the judges have been told they need someone that can, they can market. This person is going to be the face of the system, that pageant for the next year. And if you are already showing that you have the ability to communicate, to have launched things on social media, that you are a communicator um, and that you don't just show up the day of the pageant, okay, that you've been working on promoting the system. Hey, is anyone else looking to compete? You know, things like that. Or um, make sure you watch me live, you know, and you link the, pet, the system. Those are great communication skills that you will need to do as that title holder. So why not show that you can do that now? Don't show up to the judges, to the room, the boardroom, I keep saying. Um, and this is the first time the judges have really seen you because you're not active on social media. Um, it's so much easier nowadays to be a communi communicator, right? And market yourself. Um, so everything is a business. Pageants are business girls. Yes. And if you think differently, that's okay too. Um, but at the end of the day, the judges, the system, uh, not the judges, but the system and the directors need to make money. This is their business. And if you are not going to be a good quality title holder or someone that they can market or feel like can market this system or this pageant very well, you're not going to get picked. They're not going to want you as their queen. So start with yourself now. Make yourself look presentable, respectful. Um, you know, watch what you put on social media. Get yourself a good brand. Show that you are the title holder already. There should be no other choice than me. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree, Sherry. And I've seen young ladies um, have points deducted because of some of the stuff that they've put on social media or maybe their um, even their platform sheet is is not well designed. It's kind of put together kind of in a sloppy manner. Um, I've also seen some pageant systems actually decline in the number of contestants because they're just not marketing um, themselves at just a great caliber. Um, and so y'all, I will reinstate kind of what Sherry said. It is so important to be able to market yourself because people are watching. So, um, and to kind of establish your credibility, to help you establish your credibility as a designer, um, you've worked with systems like all over the U.S. Um, would you mind kind of sharing some of the systems that you have designed for or work with or kind of help sponsor and so forth? Sure. Um, I've worked with the um, some girls in the MAO, America, mm -hmm. um, USA, locally, nationally, um, and I'm currently working for Miss Delaware USA. Um, she's come up with her own beauty line and I just um, did a nice logo for her. Um, let's see, what else? Um, International, NAM, um, Freedom USA. Um, I think, I think that's about it. America, um, oh, America, Miss World. Um, I just designed some things for um, Melissa Parker, who went on to Mrs. World, um, the Miss of America. Oh my gosh, there are, like you said, there's so many different ones. <laughs> like it's hard to keep the names um, <laughs> in line. But the good thing is too, I've worked with girls from ages pre-teen all the way to misses. And I really specialize in creating the appropriate look and feel for those age groups. 
And as a mom, that also helps because I don't want my nine-year-old looking like a teen or, yeah. you know, a young adult. And so even with the design elements that I choose, the colors, the fonts and stuff, I, I'm very um, aware of that. So yeah, tons of different systems um, throughout the U.S. for sure. And uh, Sherry, I want to kind of switch gears for a minute because I do have some people who listen to my podcast who are not affiliated with the pageant industry, but yet maybe they're still interested in the importance of social branding and marketing. And so what services do you offer um, for my business owners out there or for my entrepreneurs who maybe aren't affiliated with the pageant industry, but they, they would still like some additional help? Sure. So for those type of um, entrepreneurs. Um, I do business branding packages where I can help even create your business name, um, taglines for your business, uh, as well as logo design, branding elements. I come up with your colors, your fonts that you need to use throughout your marketing. Um, I do uh, 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 social media. I can post for your social media. I can create templates for you to use so you can post on your own social media accounts. Um, advertising, uh, the cover photos on social media, things like that. If you're doing an event, I can help create the look and feel for that event for you. Um, business cards for sure, business cards, but it all starts with your logo and your branding. If that's not solid and looks really well, and I can consult you on that as well, I can do business, I do um, business consulting. That's the, that's the meat and potatoes. If that doesn't look good, the rest of your work, no matter if you create a brand new website, if your logo and branding doesn't look good, your website's not gonna be that, um, that attractive. And a recent study, this is crazy, a recent, a recent study, um, participants, 94% of participants distrusted a website just because of the way it looks. Oh, oh my gosh. So that's pretty huge if you own your own business and you have a crappy website. Yeah. <laughs> you could get the traffic, but are they gonna stay? Or are they gonna trust your product or your service? So that's a huge deal. Um, I do a lot of actual web designing. So I will create the entire homepage, the entire look and feel. And then I hand that off to my programmers and they create the nuts and the bolts and they do all the back, the back um, inner workings to the website. We'll be right back with Sash Says right after these messages. Ring on. Camille Schreier, Miss America 2020, and you are listening to Sash Says. Hi, Queens. Leah here. I hope that you are enjoying the episode as much as I did recording it. Sash Says is located on several platforms such as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you have a chance, please feel free to follow the podcast, rate it, or leave a review. Let me know what you think of the episode. As always, rain on and back to the show. And now back to more sparkly conversation with Sash Says and your host, Leah Hatter. So 
Sherry, you've talked about, you've kind of um, stressed the importance of having a clean social brand and making sure that your website is formatted and it looks nice. Um, but what about uh, the functionality, like actually using the website? Because I heard there's a statistic floating, floating around out there um, that kind of shares the importance of being able to like work the website almost. Um, people who have to click more than two to three times to find something on the website is going to immediately cause them to lose interest. Sure, so yeah, navigation is key, right? Like you're talking about the navigation, like how do I get from point A to point B, or I'm trying to find the answer to this. You know, is there a search bar? If I can't find it on that top bar, more than likely they're not gonna think you offer it or have it. Um, yes, you're, you're completely right. It's like two clicks and then they're gone if they can't find the information. Um, so I have a team that does digital media that I work with. They do all the analytics. We can help you figure out how long someone's been staying on your website, how many organic clicks you've had. Um, we do all of it from paid ads, Google ads. Um, we can really help push a lot of traffic to your website. But yes, we actually go through the websites ourselves as an outsider and come in going, okay, I just got here. I've never seen this before. I need to find information here. How do I get there? The other thing we think about is pop-ups. If someone has pop-ups and there's too many of them, they're going to get annoyed and they're going to leave. Now having a pop-up that's before you leave, you're getting ready to exit. We can sense that in different ways. Pop-ups going to come up and say, Hey girls, before you leave my website, I want to offer you 20% off your application fee. Those are things that directors can do to go make that contestant go, oh, wait a second, she's gonna give me 20% off if I don't leave. Let me click and apply now. Oh, I just, I love the fact that you offer that service because so many people are online now and it, it seems like if it's not, you know, tweeted on Twitter or posted on Instagram, um, or available um, on your website in order for them, you know, to click around and read something about your program or about your platform or about your appearances, et cetera. Um, a lot of people, just, they just don't know. They're not going to know that information. Um, it's crazy how we've become like this tech savvy world. It seems like everything is posted online or on social media, et cetera. So I'm so glad that y'all offer that service. Um, well, Sherry, would you mind, because you are a former title holder, would you mind sharing um, maybe a few skills that you were able to sharpen in the pageant world that you've been able to carry on into the business world? Definitely interview skills. Um, having the confidence and the poise to walk into a group of complete strangers and present yourself for, for now, what I do, present my work. Um, that's huge. The interview skills, the speaking skills that you learn through pageants, whether subconsciously or having a coach to help you, when you're put in those situations, you learn every single time. So no matter how many pageants you do, um, I feel like each time you walk in, each time you interview, each time you have an onstage question, those things, girls, are going to set you apart when you have you're applying for a job and there are a group of um, people going in and maybe you're all waiting in the same waiting room, right? And they're calling you in one by one and you're about to interview for this dream job you have. You already have the, the whole 
game plan because you've done this before. You probably are going to walk in and have the easiest interview you've ever had because you have been drilled before. You've had judges that have nailed you on questions you didn't know you could answer. And that is going to set you apart by far because you're going in with probably newly graduated from college, you know, students who are just out there looking for a job like you and they've never even had an interview before. Yes. And you're like, this is easy. I mean, like if you've done a pageant interview, you can interview in a boardroom, girls. Like you can do this. I mean, um, I'm telling you, interview skills and speaking skills by far have been the best thing I've gotten out of pageants. So interview skills. And um, what about onstage presence, Sherry? Because I know as a designer, not only are you selling your products and your services, but you're also, you're kind of selling yourself as in you have to speak in front of large audiences. Um, I've seen you post photos about speaking, um, giving different presentations about your businesses too. And so do you think it's also helped you um, with your networking and public speaking skills? Yes, definitely. And also like when you talk about presenting yourself and being yeah. professional, you you know, this business networking, I'm a, I'm the vice president of a business networking, um, chapter for my local area. And you won't believe how many professionals, young professionals come in in jeans, uh, girls not oh dressed appropriately. Um, <laughs> and those are things that unfortunately college is not teaching. Okay. The pageant world does how to present yourself, how to sit during an interview. Now, I do have to say that I feel like there have been shorter outfits, deeper cut things on the chest that I don't think are very professional and shouldn't be in the pageant world, but some are a little bit more risque looking. Um, that kind of stuff does not fly. Like, don't think you're going to be dressing like that when it comes to your business interview. Yes. Um, it, it's, it's pretty... <laughs> It's pretty sad. It hasn't been very long since I've competed and the um, types of wear have changed. But at the same time, if you understand how, look, how you need to dress to be presentable, that speaks volumes. I'm not, I'm representing Sassy Inc. all the time. I'm not going to go into my business networking meetings dressed in gym clothes or dressed with something that's too revealing um, or too short because I'm rep representing myself and my company. And if you guys are going to be working for companies, you're representing their name on top of yours. So you just have to be really mindful for it. But pageants has definitely helped in that aspect of this is how I know I need to present myself and how I need to present my company or the service or the platform that I'm talking about. And uh, Sherry, just to kind of piggyback on the point that you've made, isn't it true that for some potential clients, you may have 30 seconds um, in order to kind of convince them that you're the right designer for you or you're the right business consultant, et cetera. So, I mean, even if you went to the grocery store with messy hair and dirt under your fingernails, just dressed in your gym clothes, um, you've got 30 seconds to make a good impression or they walk. Mm -hmm. And that goes also to um, the whole marketing aspect. Yes. You know, you could have an awesome business card and give it to, you know, your mom's work friends or whoever else that could be a possible sponsor as well. Girls, here's the thing. You could be out with a stack of business cards with your picture, your title on the back, what you are doing, what organizations you're involved in, when is your next pageant, okay? 
and handing those out to potential sponsors, whether it be your dentist that you just visited or your um, doctor or even your nail salon and say, hey, because I did this, this is how I pushed it. I was working it before it was even a thing. I was handing out sponsor sheets. I was handing out business cards when I was in college and I was out looking for money. I was out looking because I didn't have a lot of money for pageants. I was getting scholarships for college. My parents, my dad was in the Navy. You know, we didn't have a high income. So my parents said, if you want to do this, you got to find a way on your own. We can't be spending all this money on gowns and appearance wear. So I was out working it and I handed out those cards. I dressed professionally. I said, I'd love a chance to tell you more about what I'm doing and um, how I can help you maybe promote your business more by getting them into our programs, getting their ads. So I was also selling ads. Um, and then I would make a nice sponsor sheet and say, you know, any, any monetary contribution would be greatly appreciated. This is helping me, you know, earn scholarship money, helping better me um, be a more confident leader in the community. And that's another way that you girls can really help build this whole brand that we keep talking about. So Sherry, you don't necessarily need to have a ton of money in order to properly market your business. No, not at all. And honestly, there could be girls who you're competing with who have no problem, you know, no, you got, I got a card or a checkbook. They are go, 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 go. <laughs> they have a lot of help. Um, but that doesn't, the judges don't see that when it comes into those interviews. I'm telling you guys, if you have your stuff together and you know what brand you're promoting and you know what your vision is and how you're going to rock this interview and how you're going to rock being that title holder, the money doesn't matter. Yes. Okay. Money, money doesn't buy this smarts. <laughs> and so Sherry, I know that you're very, very busy working with title holders, working with businesses um, outside of the pageant industry, et cetera. You're a loving wife. You have um, a few precious children. What do you like to do for fun when you're not working and competing on stage? Let, let's get to know you a little personally. So what, what do you like to do for fun? Like, what does a typical day look like in the Owen household? Well, luckily, um, <laughs> my kids love to bake and I love to eat. Yeah. So we do, <laughs> our world revolves around food, especially right now. Um, we're extremely healthy though, too. My husband um, is a heart walk director with the American Heart Association. Uh, and so that really helped me as well during one of my reigns, um, partnering with them with a lot of different stuff with the kids. We were always talking about um, kids' heart, um, did a lot of volunteering with them. So we work out a lot as a family. Um, especially right now with being stuck at home every morning we're in the garage it's been raining a lot up here um, in North Georgia we've been in the garage working out um, now that I have children everything obviously revolves around them and um, not to say that I don't have time for me time um, my me time though a lot of it too is what I do because I love what I do I love helping the girls I love my clients helping them um, promote their businesses, especially female entrepreneurs. If I get a female entrepreneur as a client, I mean, game on. I'm like, let's go rule the world. Um, but I'm huge into baking. I love to paint and still keep up with a lot of art stuff. Um, North Georgia has been really awesome. We moved here about two years ago from Jacksonville, Florida, and there's just so much to do up here. We had amazing falls, apple picking, doing all that nice stuff. I am officially retired though. 
I am not going to do any more pageants. Ah. I've had my time. Sorry. <laughs> I am done. I did my last pageant last year, Mrs. Freedom USA, um, Miss, MissFreedomUSA.com. If you guys are looking, they have a pageant in Jacksonville National Pageant, usually in July. Um, super fun, awesome, great directors. Um, so yeah, that's basically what goes on now. So <laughs> sure. And just an extra plug, uh, with the freedom USA system, uh, Sherry, I still, I think, don't you still have a sponsorship package that you do for some of the title holders for the freedom USA system? Um, yeah, I offer, I do offer discounts, um, for the girls who want to do ads, they're not mandatory. So when it comes to stuff like that, I, I like to offer a discount, um, sure. for directors out there. Um, I do have sponsorship opportunities where you can have um, Sherry Owens Pageant Design sponsor your pageant um, with your girls. I give them all discounts, especially if they go on and go to the national level because I know things do get a little bit more expensive, but you still want them to have that nice, good brand um, when they walk in the door at the national pageant. Sure. Oh my goodness. Well, Sherry, I've just really enjoyed talking today and of course asking you all sorts of questions related to marketing, social branding, um, your business itself and the way that it was founded, et cetera. Um, and you just seem like you're a go-getter and you just get up every single morning and you just go and you just crush those goals. Do you have some sort of Bible verse or inspirational quote that you live by each day in order to keep yourself motivated? Absolutely. So, especially right now, <laughs> I have two. Um, and they're actually hanging in my office. One of them is, I will hold myself to a standard of grace, not perfection. Yes. And this other one kind of goes with it. Um, <laughs> I'm not a cupcake. I cannot make everyone happy. <laughs> because right now, mommy is just like between the dog and the husband and the kids, schoolwork, and then me trying to keep up with my own stuff. Um, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, you're not a, wait, how do they say it? Oh, you can't make everyone happy. You're not a cupcake. And my best friend sent me that. And it's a, it's kind of like a little pink thing down here in my office. And I just love it. And girls, remember, you're not going to make everyone happy in your life. No one is perfect. You can strive for perfection. And I know in the pageant world, everyone thinks, oh, pageant patty, everything has to be perfect. No. I'm telling you, I, I went through that. I tried so hard to be perfect in so many different systems, and I, and I definitely changed myself depending on what system I was competing in. Then, as I was a judge, I really got to see I don't want perfect. I want whoever is far from perfect to come in and just be real and be funny. Girls, if you make a judge laugh, yeah. I'm over. I'm telling you, make your judges laugh and really see you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, uh, Sherry, for everything that you've uh, shared with my audience today. And if anyone has any uh, further questions or comments for you, or maybe they would like to network with you, how do we get in touch? Sure. You guys can go to SherryOwens.com. And that is my pageant website. It's SherryOwens.com. And there's a contact form there. You can contact me there, or you can email me directly. It's Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I, at Sassy Inc. And it's S-A-S-S-Y-I-N-K dot com. Awesome. Well, again, thank you, Sherry, so much for being on Sash Shows today. I've really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> Love you.
you, Leah. Thank you for having me again. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sash Says. Tune in for more engaging conversations soon. Until then, rain on.